How about it, guys? How about it? Welcome to the podcast. Okay, we are Bajasin. My name is Huicho Lopez. Bajasin.com is just a place where you're going to be amazed at the amount of things that you could do in TJ. Okay, this episode and every episode of the podcast is brought to you or sponsored by Café Sura Norte. Café Sura Norte is a, a micro-roasting operation out of their shop on uh, Avenida Negrete between 9th and 8th. And who are these guys, you may ask? Okay, well, these guys are badass. They're, you know, if not the best coffee in town, one of the best. I certainly like it, and there's a probability that you already tasted their coffee because they sell to some of the gourmet restaurants. If you come down to TJ to have a, a great meal and experience the culinary uh, proposals that we have here, you probably had it, dude. They sell to some of the best restaurants and coffee shops in town. So how do they come up with such great product? Okay, these guys, these guys go to the source. They only buy at uh, Fincas, which is like a coffee plantation. The translates the Fincas Cafetaleras in the state of Chiapas and Oaxaca and Puebla with his mom and pop operations. You know, there's, there's a family operated uh, coffee growing uh, operation. So uh, they make deals, dude. They, they buy from 400 kilos to 1,200 kilos from here and there. And, uh, and they bring them to their shop in uh, TJ. They throw them in this big-ass roasting machine that they have. It's numerically controlled. It's, it looks from the 24th century, the fucking machine. And um, once they, they are happy with the, with, with the roasting, it could be medium or three-quarters, whatever, they do a tasting, and then if they're satisfied with the product, they bag it and they ship it. Okay, but you can buy, uh, you know, a couple of kilos at their shop. You can do some coffee tasting there. You can buy a cup of coffee. You can do a tasting. And they're just a badass operation. you you got to come down and taste it. Visit their website. You know, they're, 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 they're on cafesuranorte.com. They have a Facebook page. So, Alex, uh, if, you, if you want... Uh, if you want to, 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 to give you a personalized tasting, you know, just get a hold of Alex. He's a cool dude. All righty. Let's, let's get ready for the podcast. be hipsters there's a reason you don't know the name of that tune dude because you were not even born it was released in 1965 maybe some of the baby boomers know the name of the tune i can tell you though tijuana taxi Alrighty. this podcast and uh is also sponsored by venus chocolate venus chocolate in my opinion is the best chocolate house they make everything from scratch dude they uh, they add the, the the tequila or the the brandy or whatever. They add the spices. They mix it with co coconut and and other ingredients. 
that really make this outfit the best chocolate house. They're not only a chocolate house, dude. They also make these incredible arrangements, dude. Next time you come down to TJ, you have a wedding or something, just bring a, bring a bottle of wine, dude. Bring a cheap bottle of wine and they're going to make it look like a million dollars, dude. Uh, you can buy your own flowers here and they can make the arrangement. You can bring your own flowers. They can make an arrangement. They, you can be, bring your, your jewelry or whatever you want to make it look better. And, and, and you want to impress uh, your future wife or your current wife, bring it over. Now, that's not only what they do. They also sell Casa Doña Lupe's uh, jams and dressings and sauces. You don't have to go to the valley to get some of those great tasting jams and dressings that Doña Lupe sells in the valley, right? Because it's, it's a long drive, you know. I mean, you can just come over and just enjoy it. Also, they have, you know, I didn't know this, but these guys sell the chocolate to some of the craft brewers in town. Some of the breweries in town buy the chocolate from them, dude. And they also, you know, have these events where they do pairings with the beer and the chocolate. They also do pairings with wine and chocolate in the valley, dude. El Cielo is one of those. El Cielo, the winery, they, they do pairings with, with, with Vinos Chocolates, okay? So uh, Gabby and, and Manuel have been here for 11 years in, in the same, uh, you know, vicinity, right across the street from the huge parking lot of the casino here and where the racetrack used to be. They have free parking. So, you know, next time, uh, don't bother, dude. Just come over here, bring your gift and, and get it wrapped, you know, or... or buy some chocolates, you know, and, and, and then get them, uh, to, to make the arrangement and, and you're going to, you're going to impress whoever you, you give it to. All right. We're ready for, for the podcast. Uh, like I said, mention Baja Sin, uh, Venus Chocolates, and you may get a discount. You have to be persuasive. You may get a gift or a discount, you know, depending on the mood they're in. All right. Let's get ready for the podcast. Orale, baby boomers, millennials, and you hipsters, we are rocking and rolling. We have uh, we have a special guest, uh, somebody that I I've been friends with, and I'm so freaking proud to have him as a guest. We're gonna talk shit. We're gonna shoot the breeze, and he's gonna tell us about uh, about himself, about you know his. A trajectory. He has an extensive trajectory. His name Wicho? is Ryan Stain. Come on, Ryan. Hey, Wicho. Let us know. What's up? Yeah, everything. Everything is up, buddy. www.bajasin.com is uh, actually promoting every everything that has to do with uh, eating, drinking, and having fun. Having fun while we're doing it. So, tell us uh, first about. How did you end up, first of all, how you ended up in TJ? I remember you being, uh, 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 you know, having uh, the, the, the places down there, the excellent places to eat. 
and then and then we can come down to where you're at now. So you you, you tell us in basically what they say your own words, buddy. Well, we chose basically. I'm a South African guy. I'm a South African boy, Cape Town. Uh, I fell in love with a Mexican girl. The first Mexican I ever met in my life. We don't get many Mexicans down in South yeah, Africa. Yeah, you, you, you white guys are coming over and <laughs> stealing our beauties. I mean, we're not we're not very happy about that. But you know, Susan is is, is happy with you, so uh, you're doing a great job. Yeah. Go go on. Yeah. So basically, that was about seven years ago. Um, she invited me to come down to Mexico, and it was a crazy leap of spontaneous faith. And I uh, got on the plane and packed my seven kilograms of belongings, and you know, off I came to Mexico. You're only allowed to to get seven kilograms in the, <laughs> in the <laughs> otherwise you're going to pay extra luggage, right? Yeah, that's All right. Go for it. So yeah, basically <clears throat> came to Mexico, um, made friends with, with with the chefs over here. Got a lot of love from them. I'm glad to be to be here. And um, yeah, well, seven years later, now in Ensenada, over here in El Sausal, I have a beautiful little restaurant, little food truck concept going on at uh, an awesome, well-known winery um, called Madera Cinco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've really never been here. It's really a cool place. You know, can do tastings, and uh, I, I love the place, dude. Uh, do you uh, no? But tell us a, a little bit about what your background in cooking is. I mean, I, were you educated in Europe someplace, or I don't know exactly what your uh, what your deal is uh, back there. No, basically, I've always wanted to be a chef. I grew up um, around the kitchen table, always like in between my grand's legs, and always sticking my fingers in all the pots and tasting and smelling everything. And when I finished school, I got the opportunity to, to study at the Swiss Institute of Hospitality Training. So I've got Swiss training. I remember my teacher, uh, Humbert, was a, a, about a seven foot five Swiss monster with deep, penetrating blue eyes and gave us a lot of shit every day. <laughs> and um, yeah, so basically, um, from there on, I've worked um, side by side with some of the best chefs in South Africa as, as well in some of the best uh, restaurants. And I'm very dedicated to my job and is that up what, in Mexico. Is that where you met uh, your uh, now wife? Yes. Oh, was right. she was she was she uh, going to school also? Um, Susie was doing her practice on and thesis on Pinotage, which is the emblematic grape of South Africa, and she was a sommelier working on the on the floor over there, serving wines and doing tastings. And yeah, that's how I met her. Cool, and uh, the rest is history, I guess. Hey, um, so once you get to TJ, and you're, you were very well known in TJ, so the, the culinary scene, you know, you had a couple, I, I don't know, I know uh, uh, at least a couple of restaurants, or did you just have one, or how many did you have? Yeah, we had two restaurants. We started initially with uh, La Carencia, um, with Miguel Uncle, Angel oh, Guerrero, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the hunter chief, the yeah. hunter chef. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. And um, we're still very good friends with him today. He's a great guy, top class chef. I really respect his work. And um, yeah, we decided to open our own little French bistro um, called Le, Escargot. In Escargot. I love that place, dude. Yeah, I love Escargot I, I, too. I, I really had some, <laughs> I had some great dinners there with my family, as you well remember. Okay, so what makes you uh, and your wife? make the decision to leave TJ for 
did you come directly to Ensenada, or did you? What, what happened there? Did you open up a, uh, another adventure? Yeah, well, basically, what we did is we came to. Um, we wanted to uh, come to Ensenada. Um, we wanted a little bit more chilled lifestyle. Tranquility. Uh, yeah, you know, everybody in Ensenada's got like another layer of cool, you know. So, so we wanted to come and. Yeah, TJ, TJ is kind of rowdy. TJ is kind of rowdy, and uh, to bring up a kid, you know, it's it's not the suitable atmosphere. I, I agree with you. That's a great decision, and you're doing it for your for your child. So, uh, did you think about it? Whose idea was it? I, I'm I'm pretty sure it was your wife's idea. Yeah, I think it was. She mentioned it. She said, "Why don't we go to Ensenada?" And um, you know, I wanted to work in the wine valley. Um, I wanted to be close to the wines. I wanted to be close to the, the, the guys that make the wine, um, close to the product. And, uh, yeah, I started a little um, a little seasonal pop-up restaurant in Adobe Guadalupe, where it's called El Jardín de Ryan. Oh, my God. I, yeah. I, you know, you, you were awesome there, dude. I, I, I had the privilege of having a, a lunch I, I, with you, and it, it was just an excellent experience. It's too bad that that's not going to happen anymore. Yeah, not really too bad. Um, Well, what we're doing, we're going to carry on working with Adobe Guadalupe, with True Miller over there. Um, we're doing weddings, and we, d we have a few weddings in store. So if there's any listeners out there that want to get married, and they want Chef Ryan Sain to cook for them, and they want to get uh, married in the Wine Valley, Adobe Guadalupe is one of the great places to do that. I love their, 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 their cava, dude. When, uh, when they do the tour, and uh, right next to the garden where you had the place, when they open those doors and the people just are amazed how just the vineyards are right in front of them, you know. I happened to witness uh, a tasting there. I didn't really do it because I was busy eating your food. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, people were just amazed yeah, at really the beautiful. view, the mountains in the, in, the, in the far, you know, in front of it. So, um, okay, well, great. Uh, what, um, how are you doing in this uh, El Is it El Clavo? It's um, called El Clavo in Madera Cinco. It's a food uh, truck concept. We do tostadas, mariscos, cevichitos. We have some um, baja flavor pizzas. We do some tacos and we do um, some, other, some other dishes as well. Um, we also do cena maridajes. We tasting menus here. And each, each and every month we have a specially invited guest. We just had Rodolfo Loviano from Tacos Tenio with us last Friday. He did an amazing job. Props up to Rodolfo. Big ups. Great job. Well done, man. And um, yeah, of course, we have the cookbook, which is our casual cooking school in Ensenada. Um, and we do casual cooking classes for anybody. You know, anything from vegan to raw vegan. We do paellas, tapas, is the baking. We do fondants, pastries, so, uh, and that sort of thing. The school is open to whoever wants to basically yeah. become, a, become a student there. And you just... Uh, What is it? Just like uh, if a if housewife, okay, wants to learn how to, uh, you know, make uh, some gourmet pizzas, she, she, she just has to uh, contact you and, and uh, take yeah, the course? Yeah, they can give us a, a like on Facebook. It's called The Cookbook Ensenada. Um, so we're over there doing those classes. And I think in a month's time, if everything goes according to plan, you'll soon be seeing another one in TJ. Oh my God, man! Well, <laughs> who's gonna who's gonna run that? When? Oh yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you 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 were uh, afraid of the commute to the valley when you lived in TJ. Now you're gonna you're gonna have a commute to, to TJ. To well, that's excellent. Oh, so 
what's your relationship with uh, Javier uh, Gonzalez with uh, the culinary? Uh, oh yeah, Javier is a very very close family friend of ours. He's also padrino of my wedding as well. Oh, um, yeah, that's oh I actually came to yeah. to to Mexico and was teaching at the culinary art school when I first arrived. Oh, good, excellent! That now I, every time I see him, you know, and and you and he went to one of uh, I remember seeing him at one of your anniversaries of the uh, Les Cargot. And that's, that's how I, I, I figured that you guys had a long, long relationship. So what, um, what's, uh, besides that, what's, what's the plan? You're just going to stay with Clavo. And do you guys make jams and sauces? I saw you at the fest. <laughs> I saw you guys at the fest with some, some, some stuff like Casa Doña Lupes. Is that what you're doing at the school? Yeah, that's that's a that's a business that my that my wife has is called Baja Country Veggies. Apart from having a restaurant, and apart from having a food truck, and apart from having a cooking school, um, we also have this little line of of salsas y preservas. That we take all organic produce, seasonal, and then we preserve it, and then we distribute it through our TJ, and we have different locations here in in Sonada as well. So busy working with that, and you know it's, it's called Baja Baja Country Veggies. You can check it out. Um, they have a Facebook page. You can check it out on Facebook as well. Okay. Give us a like, Excellent. Baja Country Veggies over there. You can find a whole bunch of information. We also sell organic veggies, um, you know, to to families, and you know. You mean out of the school. Um, or, or is out this of the like school, a, yeah. the like school basically is just like um, the school and office. So you know, okay. you can just so so is, is it like a f where, where do you sell the veggies out of uh, the El Clavo or no? We you can pick it up at at the cookbook. You can you can order your veggies and swing by the cookbook and pick up your organic veggies and yeah. feed your family. And where do you, where do you grow them? Oh, we don't grow them. Oh, we, we buy them. You so buy them from certified organic veggies. Okay, okay. You buy them from local farmers yeah, and that then, have that. And then we resell you, them. You, 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 are just a, a middleman. You're a, just a broker. <laughs> yeah, the broker. <laughs> Excellent. That's the best thing to do. You don't do. You just make the profit. Uh, you, 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 you hike it up and you make your profit. That's awesome, buddy. Well, w explain the. Well, you already talked about the menu at El Clavo and and all that, but. What's uh what's selling the most? And I really never had the privilege to eat here, but I'm gonna make it a point to come down. Okay, well check it out. We've just changed the the menu. Um, we got little brochetas al carbon. That means little um, grilled meats um, al mesquite. We got um, shrimp filled with um, crab. We wrap it in bacon and we serve it oh. on top. We grill that and we put it on top of um, tomatillos al horno. We put a little bit of um, onion, we put a little bit of cilantro, crema, and chicharrón de cerdo. That goes perfectly with um, Madera Cinco's white wine, which is absolutely What uh, varietal is that? That is Chardonnay, um, Chardonnay. Well, very, very nice. A little bit of oak in it? or No, no. it's straight from the oh, back. It's straight, it's straight from, from the tank. Okay. Yeah, straight from All the right. tank. And then, you know, obviously the tacos really sell. People people over here love, love the tacos. And um, we have the Costa Azul Burger, which is the, the, the craft brewery right next door to us. It's called Costa Azul. Oh, that's so basically right. what that's we right. have, we have a ribeye burger with uh, avocado, some smoked bacon. You know, we stick that in the, in the freshly baked bun that we do over here. We have some papas artesanales. Oh. And we put the camarones Costa Azul right on the top, you know, mm -hmm. so ahí está. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Hey, um, what? Uh, how you doing on the wine? Do you do you have uh, plans of uh, of getting into the wine? Well, the reason I ask is because your wife is uh, uh, sommelier, right? Uh, or well, to be honest, you know, 
I don't think a week goes past without us opening at least a few bottles of wine. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we love wine. No, no, no. But, but are you guys thinking up, uh, uh, you know, in, in the near future uh, with a knowledge that she has to maybe start, uh, you know, uh, buying some, some yeah, buying some caldo and playing, yeah, playing you with know, it? Th there's been talk. There's been talk, you know. Uh, it would be nice, but... Um, um, I don't, I, it's, it's kind of hard to find you're too, time. Yeah. You're too busy. It's yeah, kind of yeah. hard I to can, find time I can for that. Yes. Yes. Although I would like to, I, I would also like to learn how to, to make some craft beer as well. I mean, who wouldn't, you know? Yes, yes, Nothing. absolutely. Well, we're going to take a break because uh, we sometimes have these uh, live uh, reports, you know, and uh, we'll, we'll be right back. Hey, gang, welcome back. Welcome back, uh, Chef uh, Ryan Stein from El Clavo, recently opened about three months ago. And you know what? I'm going to let him talk to you about uh, the, 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 the cluster of vineyards, or, or of, I mean, of wineries that is right here in the same. Madera Cinco is the winery that he's right next to, but just down the line, there's brewery, there's one brewery, or a couple of breweries and some wineries. Come on, Chef, let, let everybody know it's to our advantage that they know, uh, you know all the good propositions as far as wine and, and craft beer. Okay, well, Wicho, este, this is a great, a great location to stop, especially if you're on your way down to Valle de Guadalupe. You can stop off at this, these bodegas over here. Um, basically, the, instead of just going to one or two or three, you can actually taste five bodegas in one solo, one stop. So What are the names of them? Well, you can get Madera Cinco, obviously. You can get Pedro Poncelis. Although Guadalupe also has a bodega of yard, although I don't think they do tastings. But you can do get Camastay. There's Fauna. There's also este Muibis right over here. So th th that's that's six and wineries a and a craft brewery, which is Costa Azul. Costa Azul, okay. Yeah, so you can okay. stop by here. Yeah, you can taste some craft beer. You can taste like five bodegas, you know, which, which, which is very, very convenient. Yeah. Hey, talk about brewers, dude. I just ran into Sergio Michel at the at the gastro park, and I, I just uh, I want to let everybody know that he told me that he has in mind opening a restaurant somewhere in La Cacho. I don't know exactly the details, but I, he's on board to have a podcast. So as soon as uh, his list is available, you're gonna hear it. Uh, you're gonna hear him live from him in www.bajacin.com. So tell. To tell everybody that you know this guy from when he was teaching at Culinary and you were there, and then you did some you did some work with him and and all that. Just to tell tell the tell the junkies that uh, you, you you knew him. Yeah, well, a lot of respect and a lot of love to Sergio. He's worked very hard to be where he is today. A lot of dedication. You know, he's he's definitely one of uh, he's a very crafty craft brewer. Um, I remember back in the day, about when, when I first arrived, he was still in the culinary art school as a student, a chef. And instead of pursuing the culinary um, chef uh, field, what he actually did is he started making beer because he was so, he was so um, into the whole craft brewery scene. And um, yeah, he basically he gave, us some, he gave us some classes on how to, how to make craft beer, which was awesome, you know? Yeah, you know what? I happen to have the, uh, well, you know, he hired me to move when I had the other business. He hired me to move some of these equipment when he had a joint venture with, don't mind the phone. 
uh, we can edit that. Yeah, can somebody uh, get that yeah. phone? <laughs> 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 so, yeah, he, he had a joint venture with Edith and uh, a couple of partners down in Cabo. And it was, a, it, was a great, it was a great run. He's back from that. So he's going to, yeah, he's going to open that. I'm, we're excited. Uh, you know, his beer, uh, you know, when I first uh, met him, you know, he, he proud on having, uh, you know, using local ingredients, you know, Baja ingredients for his beer, you know, like, uh, and that, that was probably part of his success. Uh, anybody else that you know that, oh, yeah, you told me that uh, he was teaching and, out of that generation, uh, a lot of these brewers, craft brewers, are now uh, uh, up and running. Uh, you you mentioned one, some of them. You yeah, so I, yeah, so actually, um, some of them slipped my mind. But these guys, you know, the, I, I some of the guys that took the the class with me have their their own little microbrewery businesses right now. So in, in many ways, Sergio is a mentor to 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 other craft brewers even though he's so young you know so that's really something that that'll position him well his passion for making beer and uh, you know his his professionality his attention to detail is really is, is something something to look forward to have you ever uh, venture into the beer craft beer i drink a shitload of beer <laughs> <laughs> well being from south africa you know that doesn't surprise me yeah also um there's there's some other great local brewers over here in Ensenada. you know you got nathaniel schmidt from maguamala who's doing a fantastic job this guy's just mad mad. i've had brewer. it i've had it at your uh, garden yeah, yeah he's got the really sirena good. pilsner which yeah. is one of my favorite uh, craft beers from all time you know, so really, Ensenada is a place to, to, to come check it out. Yeah, we're uh, apparently, you know, <coughs> the craft beer, uh, the craft brew, brewing, uh, you know, explosion in the n northern, the west northern area of Mexico. It's here in Mexicali, Ensenada, and TJ. Are, we're really kicking ass. Hey, um, what else is going on? Uh, any, any, any. Uh, events that you want to mention oh you know you know forget about that tell the the baby boomers across the border how safe it is to come down and enjoy like all these five winers that you just mentioned and uh, your food and uh, you know everything around here you know some of those people uh, don't they want to hear it from somebody that speaks English because you know <laughs> somebody that that's been living here you know white you know Anglo and uh, you know you've never been mugged you've never been busted so so yeah I've actually, I've actually been busted twice and mugged 10 times no no seriously, <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. were you wearing a, so, uh, a mariachi sombrero and racing hell <laughs> in main on main street that, that's probably the reason no you know I wouldn't I, w I wouldn't be living here if it wasn't safe to be honest um, I've never had any problems in my seven years of being here you know and I travel freely um, through through and TJ what you're Amazon. you're what you're six uh three and and very white right <laughs> yeah so you know i stick out like a sore thumb you know but yeah no 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 worries i'm I, you know a lot of people are, it's the thing is like tj's got a lot of bad hype for a very long time and um, people are afraid to come down you know but every single person that has come down here and every single person i've spoken to i said you know it's nothing like what we thought it was and yes, you yes. Know, and every time I, they come I, back I, and they bring a friend, you know, and their yes. friend brings a friend. I, I, I want to say that the, the media, you know, has really, you know, not been very responsible as far as I'm concerned. You know, the, 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 the networks, uh, you know, they, they, would, they would just focus on the, on, the, 
on the bad aspects, you know. They Negative. never come down. Yeah. They never come down and and do a, 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 a do a, a story on on you know the 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 great things that that we offer, you know the the culinary, the what they do, but it's never ver it's never broadcast, you know, on a national level. You're gonna see us on PBS. You're gonna see us. Rick Bayless, uh, you know, comes down. By the way, did you hear about their uh, Chad White and at Brazero and Rick Bayless had a dinner recently? I saw Chad White, I Javier, and Rick Bayless. I saw something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that, that would have been. Yeah, uh, that, that, that would have been an experience. I, I think it's coming up. Is it coming up? Oh, okay. Well, it, well, the tickets are sold out. Okay. So, well, yeah. and they're and they're and they're, and they're and they're five hundred dollars a piece. Yeah, and there's only like thirty tickets, so yeah. I'm I'm out of it. You know, yeah. I, I'd rather go later. Hey, uh, <clears throat> what else uh, can you uh, can you tell us about uh, you know uh, Ensenada? Yeah, well, Ensenada is a great place to 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 be to be. You know, obviously, all the the produce as a chef, all the produce is right here. That's why uh, it's not a coincidence that some of the, the best restaurants in the whole of Latin America, which you got Corazon de Tierra, you got Manzanilla, which were nominated last year, are right from this area. And, you know, big ups to, to Diego, big ups to... Um, I, I, ate, I had uh, lunch uh, last Saturday at Corazon de Tierra yeah. and for the first time. Yeah. And I highly recommend that place. Yeah. In fact, I have his card, so I'm going to call him to see if I can, uh, you know... Yeah. Get uh, get him to record a podcast and uh, promote his his business. I I, I highly recommend it. Um, you know, Laja. Uh, have you uh, do you know who's at Laja? Because well, I know it's, it's was his front man was Jair Tears. I don't know if if, if Jair is still there, um, but the the food is is amazing. They were actually the pioneers in the whole tasting menu, um, eating out of your own uh, cultivated organic garden. Um, you know, and they started this this deal. Maybe I think it was like what was it, 15 years ago? And yeah, it's it's it is what it is. You know, mm -hmm. it's Laja. They they do a great job. They have a, st a standard six course tasting menu paired together with some local wines and craft beer. And yeah, so if you're a foodie, this is definitely something to look forward to. Excellent. Well, please, uh, Ryan, uh, tell everybody your uh, information. Uh, I mean. Facebook page, if you have a web page, and uh, obviously we're gonna uh, any upcoming event that you have is gonna be posted on our page, you know, and uh, along with, its, with with this podcast, they're gonna be able to uh, find you. So go ahead and uh, shoot. Okay, yes. Some of the info. So basically, check us out on Facebook, El Clavo, um, Cocina de la Baja California. Um, you can also check us out on the Cookbook Ensenada and check it out on Chef Ryan Stain. Um, I'm not going to give you any other details, so you can just check on the page over there and you know if you're interested. There's a phone number there. What are your hours of operation at El Clavo and the days that you open? El Clavo, we are open from Tuesday to Sunday from 11 to 7. Tuesday Sunday from 11 to 7. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Well, there you go, gang. Uh, don't uh, be afraid to come down and check out this great, great... Uh, proposition uh he's cool uh susan is also very uh they, they they just greet you and they're gonna make you feel at home uh i got hungry doing this podcast so i'm i think i'm gonna score a couple of tostadas from him okay guys uh we'll see you next time and uh also you know keep in mind that uh mr uh, ryan stain is fully bilingual so 
we're going to do a Spanish uh, podcast uh, also to post it on our Spanish uh, speaking, uh, for our Spanish speaking people. Thank you, and I'll see you next time. Hey, gang, welcome back. Welcome back. We're having an incredible chat with Ryan Stein, uh, the South African uh, wonder man. Uh, you know, he's a great cook uh, with a... Uh, with a lot of accomplishments, uh, including marrying a Mexican girl. That's an accomplishment that he has to be proud of. Hey, in South Africa, talk about, let's talk about the, the, the taste of music. What, what kind of music do you like, Ryan? What, you know, you, 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 uh, is rock and roll big in South Africa, I assume? So? Yeah, well, definitely, uh, I'm definitely a rock boy key. I like rock a lot. Um, I like a little bit of the heavier stuff, though, you know. So um, I enjoy bands like the Deftones and, you know, um, System of a Down and all that right, sort of thing. All that, right, all right. You know, so but also... Any inspiration when you're cooking, uh, music and cooking, do they, does it give you a boost? Uh, do you have a favorite tune while you're, I don't know... Uh, yeah. Boiling the perfect egg or what the <laughs> hell, dude? Yeah, shoot. <laughs> yeah, tell me. Yeah, well, you know, we actually did an event one day with a, with a, a chef friend of mine. It was called Rock and Cook. And basically what it was... I have, think I have was... Have you heard of that? I think I was. Was it that guy? Uh, what's his name? He, his name was Zachar Campos. Yeah. Chef Zachar. We did, yeah, a, we, we did Zahar. one or two events called Rock and Cook. So it was, it, he, used to had a, he used to have a place upstairs from uh, Cien Años, right? The Kitchen Club. Yeah, the Kitchen Club. Kind of like what you have. Yeah. Where he had, uh, you know, these ladies come and bake a, a, bake a, yeah. a chocolate cake or whatever. Yeah, yeah, we had a couple of dinners with him, and it, they, they were awesome. You know, yeah. they, he, he's a great cook. Yeah, Did he ever get married to that cute Mexican? Well, he's Mexican too. Yeah, he's Me no, he's actually in in Guatemala right now. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> he broke he he broke up with her. Right? Yeah, he's in Guatemala. <laughs> <laughs> she sent him running. Yeah, really. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, as a matter of fact, you know, right across, uh, later on, right across the street at the old Cien Años where the, you know, he holds the events, uh, they had another, uh, you know, kind of themed dinner where, you know, it was a TJ, uh, you know, history and all that. That, that, was, that was pretty good, you know, that was, that was okay. But uh, do you going back to the, the question? Do you get inspired by uh, the music when you're uh, either coming up with a plate or or cooking something? Yeah, I think it, it it all boils down to what your mindset is, you know. So if you listen to a song and you say, "Okay, this song is going to be the inspiration for my dish," then you sort of listen to the words, you sort of getting the feeling, you know. So, for example, let's say. Um, Pink Floyd, another brick in the wall. You know? All right, all right. And then you like you get creative and you start thinking about bricks, you know. And then you think like, okay, what am I going to do? How am yeah. I going to do this? You know. Yeah. So that's one way to look at it. And then there's another way to look at it is like, you know, if you're listening to something really chill and mellow, you know, yeah. really relaxing. It depends on your mindset. That's that's my point. It all depends on how 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 Absolutely. you look at it. Absolutely. Yeah. State of mind yeah. and emotional state have a lot to do with whatever you do. I mean. Even uh, hey, listen. Uh, there's a rumor or whatever you know that the Mexican uh, Senate was gonna 
rule on uh, the legalization of pot in Mexico. What are the fucking odds that Mexico is going to legalize recreational pot before the fucking U.S.? I mean, what are the odds of that? And when, what do you think about that? Uh, I don't know if you're a pot smoker. I'm, uh, you know, I, I'm, uh, I used to be a pot smoker. I don't, I'm not ashamed <laughs> of that. Now I, now I, I, I switch to the edibles and there's such a journey and such a, you know, you, you, the edibles, it, it's one of those things where you have to really play with the dosage to a point where, damn it, you know, sometimes you overdo it and, and then... Yeah, you, you don't you, want to go eating too your much. Your mouth, your <laughs> mouth gets dry and you're paranoid. <laughs> and, the, and, and you're jumping like a fucking parrot. Yeah, actually, like people. the news has just got out on Facebook and it's bizarre, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm in shock. I don't know what to, what to say. I don't know if it's true, if it's not true, what's going on. Um, if it is true, well, I don't know what else is going on, th what they're trying to cover up, what the government's trying to come up, cover up, yeah, you yeah. know, um, to... Well, you know, they were talking about it. And, you know, you know to be honest with you, they, I think they're on to something. Because pot itself doesn't kill people, you know. The consumption of, of recreational pot, you know, you don't smoke a joint and think, I'm going to go kill someone. I mean, the, <laughs> no. people, the, people, the, people, the people that die over over pot is because they either fucking got 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 a little smart they fucking took a little couple of kilos from someone and you know there's it's just an adjustment of uh of uh you know the the, yeah, the, let's the just turf that, let's turf just wars nobody's say. ever died from smoking a blunt no <laughs> <laughs> is there a, is there a, is that recorded in history yeah, <laughs> no, I don't think so. What, 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 you could, is that the South African term, a blunt? Yeah, a blunt. A, a blunt. blunt. A blunt, yeah. And what, what, what's, what's, what's the... A blunt is just like a, a spliff. A spliff, okay, okay, yeah. okay. And is, is, is pot popular in South Africa? Oh, yeah, Snoop Dogg smokes oh, urban poison all the time. You know? Yeah, there, so, there, there, there you go. So, so they grow some badass pot in oh, South yeah. Africa. Yeah, okay. there's actually there's a huge plantations in the parts of South Africa called uh, the Transkei, where they grow the baddest purple haze and the maddest uh, urban but that's, poison. But that's illegal, right? Oh, yeah. It's illegal to grow it. It's oh, illegal yeah. to consume it. Oh, yes. And that's completely illegal. Completely illegal. Is yeah. it harsh? Uh, you know, you get... You get thrown in jail or you get... You know, oh, well, it depends on how much weed yeah. you have in your possession. Okay, so there's, a, there's, there's probably a, a relaxed, uh, you know, uh, approach to, you know, having a couple of, maybe an ounce and, and for, for your own use. Yeah, you're not, not going to spend a year in jail for having one spliff in your possession, but you might spend the night. Oh, the night. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Well, that's interesting. You know, uh, it, it would be interesting to, what, to see what happens in the. Yeah, Mexican I want to see how this plays out. How oh, recreational yeah. it could be, you know? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, everybody that smokes uh, does it. You know, everybody that wants to smoke does it. It's not, it's not like <clears throat> the, um, the legislation is, is stopping people that smoke, you know? It is uh, instead creating an atmosphere of you know i mean turf wars and whoever you know i mean and it's it's just a mild drug you know there's hard there's harder harder drugs out there that <coughs> excuse me they should uh focus on so oh yeah it's actually which has got way more benefits 
it's got way more medical benefits than than it has you know cons i mean if you you read it constantly reading about these these articles about children with autism that are on Absolute. 20 different kinds of Absolute. medications you know pharmaceutical <coughs> medications and then for some ultimate last resort, the father or the mother will say, okay, well, you know, I'm going to give this kid like some THE oil and, you know, this is, this is the last, this is the last drop, you know, let's see what happens, you know, and the yeah. kid instantly starts showing, it's, you know. It's been documented yeah. that really the benefits out, outweigh the, uh, the, the, there's not even side effects for these kids, you know, they, apparently the, the technology or whoever's doing this is really, uh, Focusing on on getting uh, just the the right amount, uh, the right dosage and stuff. You know, it's funny that in Mexico, if they do legalize recreational, then they immediately gonna start researching uh, or looking out or looking uh, uh, you know up north to see what what benefits because there's, I mean, for chemotherapy uh, chemotherapy patients that get all these. I mean, extremely adverse side effects. Yeah. It's just fucking amazing. Yeah, chemotherapy, uh, I've actually uh, heard that. You know, ha have a brownie and, and then watch a movie or whatever. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. That's great. It's actually, it's like, I think it's something ridiculous. Like 15% of people that get chemotherapy actually recover, you know, and, and mm -hmm. the other, like 85%, what? They die, yeah. you know? <laughs> so, I mean, that's, yeah, that's yeah. been working so good so far. Absolutely. You know, so. Absolutely. Okay, well, uh, I'm going to wrap it up, uh, you know, and we're going to edit this piece because it was a very important one, the flash, flash news. Uh, you know, uh, I don't like particularly like smoking, but, you know, I'll... Yeah, who knows? Maybe like if it becomes recreational, Chef Ryan will be doing some cannabis gelato. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Some, uh, you know, yeah, tostadas with a uh, menudo with oregano, oregano. <laughs> <laughs> oregano, oregano, wanna. Okay, well, we're wrapping it up. I'm going to let you say goodbye to the audience and uh, tell them to uh, come down and visit. Yeah, big shout out to everybody listening out there on the podcast, Baja Scene. This is Chef Ryan. Come check us out at El Clavo. Uh, check us out at um, Baja Country Veggies and the cookbook. See you soon, Tijuana.